When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. songs music what's up everybody we're back john boy and jake radio after a long weekend since we didn't have a show on friday after a bunch of episodes where jake and i were kind of just drunk and rambling together we're back the original format i'm in new jersey jake's in denver bruce springsteen is from freehold new jersey which is why his song is playing on monday it's christmas so it's a christmas themed week i know this is the point of the season where everyone's mad or upset or tired of christmas music but we're getting five Christmas songs this week. Deal with it. Jake, how you doing? Good morning. You, morning. You, how you, how are you? You uh yeah, like like what you did there. You kind of you almost came at the fans. Don't care what you want. Don't, well, because this is the point where like even the people who love Christmas music are kind of like, ah, sick of hearing those same ten songs. I don't know. I don't think I'm in that boat yet. But I mean, I was just in Vegas for like five days, so maybe I missed a prime. Yes, I think Christmas we did. listening period. Because Vegas didn't play Christmas music. They just played pop hits because they're Vegas. They don't care. Yeah, I've still got my Christmas stuff coming up. Like, we're going to, like, a holiday light thing this week or something. I think there's a holiday party. So I'm not holidayed out yet. No, I'm not either. But Christmas songs, they get repetitive. Like, Katie's over them because at the restaurant they play the same 10. Oh, yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, if you work in somewhere. If you work in somewhere... You're working somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing? How's how you does it how's life being back home? It's good, man. It's good. Had um Are we talking weekends? Are we are we shaving weekends? We can get the weekends. You can give us a little bit here. We had a uh well as I say that, I'm remembering that Saturday was a holiday themed party, which was nice. So I just lied about not doing any holiday parties. Ugly um, sweater. Ugly sweater. Heard yeah, you went topless. I, I, I play, played it closer to the chest than I normally would. I'd normally get, you know, some red or green, green vest and let the chest hair out, something like that. Um, I I did play conservative because I, I came back from Vegas Friday, dead, Um and then Saturday we had this thing, but our mutual best friend, Jeff, reached out to me and he's like, hey, there's some there's some beer thing in town. And I'm like, yeah, I get into a beer thing. But that was a slippery slope because that started at three and I had to be ready because it was my girlfriend's friend's party at nine. So I had to pace myself and make sure I wasn't like cracked out by 7 p.m. And I did a decent job of it. Good job. So real proud of myself. I get at at the party. It was like it was a girly party, so they had like a ton of snacks and stuff set up. So I was basically just snacking, not even drinking. Did they did they yell at you for snacking too much? Oh no, no one was coming at me for my snacking. I was mad at me for snacking so much. What were the snacks? Um, I mean they had. They had a giant bowl of chips. I wonder if that was photographed, because I'll have to get that to you. Um, and then they had, like, three different dips, so that was a trap. Mm-hmm. And they were all good dips. Like, no, there was no spicy dips, nothing gross, so I was just, yeah, chip and dip heaven. Um, and then, yeah, there's, like, cookies and shit. So, yeah, I uh, I pushed it there. But I don't know. It was kind of one of those, one of those getting older weekends where... Because you have a plan to do something Saturday night, basically, like, the rest of the weekend was a throwaway. One plan will do that, yeah. Like, whoa. Like, leading up to that, you're like, okay, got to gotta play it straight straight to the chest. 
And then yesterday was just recovery, try to survive in advance. I had three airport runs in three days. I landed. Yeah. I picked Katie up. I had to leave the house at 5 a.m. to go pick Katie up on Saturday. And then last night, my sister landed at uh, 1 a.m. So both ends of the spectrum. So I got back home at 3 a.m. last night. Pretty nice. And it sucks because I can't fall asleep right away. Like, I just need right. to watch something or listen to something. The podcast I'm listening to right now is about dead bodies that were found in barrels. And it's like, man, do I fall asleep to that? Yeah. I did. It was weird. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, that's tough. That's Bear, that leads to tough dreams. Bearbrook. Uh, yeah, it does. It could lead to tough dreams. You're right. Bearbrook is the name what's of it. What's Bearbrook? It's the name of the podcast. It's pretty good. Why is it called Bearbrook? Bearbrook is the name of the state park in which someone found, in 1985, someone found a blue barrel with a woman and a child in it, dead. And there's no leads because they don't know who the who died. They don't know who the people are. So they, right. if you don't know who the people are, it's really hard to find out who killed them. Yes. So 15 years later, a new a new state investigator got the case, and he's like, let me start from scratch. And he went back to the state park, Bearbrook, where it happened, and he found another barrel 300 feet away from the first barrel, which is like 100 yards. And it had been there since 1985. They just didn't find it in the beginning. Tough. And had two more bodies in it. It's yeah. crazy. It's very interesting. I, it's not going to lead anywhere because these unsolved mi- murders, they never lead anywhere. They're annoying like that, the podcast. Like, it's a good story, but you're, at the end of the every epi- at the end of every season, you're like, ah, would have been cool if this was non-fiction, if this was fiction, and they had, like, an ending for me. Right. Like, serial. Like, the, it's an awesome story, but so unsatisfying. Well, I think towards the end, Serial was was satisfying enough that it was as popular as it was. And I mean, isn't Anon like free and shit now? No, still in jail. No, I thought people were petitioning and stuff. Um, but yeah, I remember after Serial, um, I was driving up from Dallas to Denver to move and was like, hey, I want to listen to another one of these podcasts and I forget the name of it. And we're like, we, we got to kill time. And I think, I, oh, I was driving my girlfriend up and she doesn't want to listen to me talk for 14 hours. So we're like, we got to find a podcast. And yeah, I I think it was called Somebody Knows Something. And that was like the recurring line they kept saying. But after the seventh episode, it became very apparently clear that nobody knew anything. But somebody knows But they something. kept saying, somebody knows something. Somebody knows something. Some, like, little town in Canada, dead body, yeah. There's a um, take. There's a take. Crossover joke. All right, let's get into sports. You ready? I think so. The Nets have won five straight. Well, hey. The Nets win. The Knicks have lost six out of seven. Well, hey. St. John's is now 10-0. Congratulations, Albert. They did beat Florida State, which means they are better than UConn, though. The Giants get shut out in a miserable, rainy, miserable, rainy miserable, rainy game. The Jets lose to the Texans. Who cares? And the Rangers lose back-to-back OT games. The Mets signed J... No, who's, what's Ramos' first name? <laughs> I was going to say JT Ramos, but that's JT a- Realmuto. AJ. AJ Ramos to be their catcher, which means they're out on Realmuto. No, which, no, we both lied. Wilson Ramos. Si- Ramos the Mets signed pitcher. Wilson Ramos, which <laughs> means they're out on JT Realmuto, which means they're probably out on trading Syndergaard. And that wraps up the Tri-State News Update. Jake, the Giants season's over. Officially. Disagree. The math nerds have said, hey, you're done. Laletta season. You know, I'm going to a game in two weeks. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Now it's not as fun. When there was a glimmer of a hope versus the Cowboys. That would be nice. If it's the same weather as what it was yesterday, it mm. will not be nice. Just got to prepare. Wear layers. Waterproof it. Waterproof. I'm not a layers guy because I sweat too much. Uh, well. But that game, and shout out to our dude, uh, Justin Panic, who does Bleeding Blue podcast, because he yeah. was there at that game and sat through that. I watched some of his Periscope on the way home, and he was like, that was miserable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see at one point, at, before the second half, was as, as the second half was winding down, the uh, the Titans ran two intentional delay of games, and the Giants declined to give them the yards because they were trying to move back a little bit. Sure. That, and it's raining, and like yesterday it was gross down here in New Jersey too. Was that kind of like, sure, it, the rain might be coming from the sky, but it doesn't seem like that. It just kind of seems like the wind is throwing it at you. That's what it was like. I Can you imagine sitting at a football game, trying to watch a football game, and one team is intentionally not running a play because they think the penalty is going to help them, and then the other team says, no, 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 no. We're not going to give you that penalty. And they do it two times in a row while you're sitting there in the rain trying to watch football. I couldn't think of a worse scenario to be a fan at a game. That's MetLife Stadium, babe. I've, uh, I, I, was, I was there for the butt fumble. Um, there's, there's been a lot of tough football played in that arena. <laughs> And they didn't have the end zones painted, so everyone was pissed about that. I do want to. I I have an NFC East theory I'm working on, Jim. Okay, I love theories. And I think it's because the NFC East has gotten a lot of shit in recent years because they get a lot of primetime games because it's the Giants and the Cowboys, um, Redskins, popular teams, the Eagles, and they, you know, outside of the Eagles winning last year. I don't know. There's there's a lot of tough games that come out of the NFC East. You know, the Dallas has thrown up a lot of bad games in recent years. The Giants, but I think every NFL team does this. It just gets blown up because these are popular teams. Um, like I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to see what else is out there. Like I don't know. Like the Niners beat. The, the Niners beat the Seahawks yesterday, which is like a terrible loss for a team that's been like a late riser for the playoffs, but nobody really cares. You just look at the box score, you're like, oh, the Niners won a game. They go they go to 3-10 and ten on the year or whatever. They still got that, that third-string quarterback? Mullins. Is it still the Nick Mullins show in San Francisco? Yeah. Yep. Hey, congrats, Nick. Congrats, Nick. So, yeah, they... They beat the Seahawks, who were eight and five, one of the hottest teams in football. And yeah, the Niners improved to four and ten. And like, if this was an East Coast team that did something like this, if this was uh, the Cowboys pushing for the playoffs and they lost to one of the worst teams in the league, like I think it would be huge news all over the network. Although Dallas got killed by Indy, but Indy's one of the hottest teams in football, Jim. Indy, Indy, Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck, loser, loser. Nick Mullins was 20 for 29, 275 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Good job, Nick Mullins. Good job, Nick Mullins. Except he went to the wrong high school, which I still haven't forgiven him for. We're sorry about it. If you're it. from, what's it called? Hoover? Oh, if you think I remember. Hoover, Alabama, go to Hoover High. Hoover. 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 St. John's, better than UConn. What are your thoughts on there? St. John's is good. Um, I'm I'm happy for our Alberts, who I'm I'm now making them both St. John's fans. And oh obvious. yeah, Albert number Al um, Albert number two. Cold Soup Albert is a St. John's John's fan, and uh, and St. John's Albert is worried, wondering what Cold Soup is or whatever is the hell that, it was. Is now a Cold Soup fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More for anyone that doesn't know, because I think this happened on Twitter. We have two Alberts that listen to the show regularly. One asked if cereal is cold soup. One tells us about St. John's every week. Jake and I confused them because we thought 
you know, out of all the loyal millions of listeners, there was only one Albert. And then we got the hashtag sent at us, hashtag more than one Albert. Yeah. With my favorite hashtag, I got sent to me in 2018, which may be uh, suffering from recency bias because if you, someone might have sent me a real cool hashtag back in January, and I don't remember it. Yeah. And when you said they beat Florida State, you're lying. Um, St. John's hasn't St. John's hasn't played anyone yet. I thought I just did it. No. Totally not. Oh. Oh, well, here's the thing about St. John's basketball. When you type in St. John's basketball, it immediately gives you the women's schedule and not the men's. Well, there you go. So I was going to say tough look. Albert, but then I thought that was sexist, so. Yeah. But it's not. Tough look no. that the team he roots for, the men's team, isn't the top priority of teams that come up. It's not sexist. I'm mad at Albert. You're mad Jimmy, at Jimmy, their best wins, I mean, they beat VCU in overtime, but I don't think VCU is what they used to be. No Shaka anymore. I mean, I'm seeing Georgia Tech and Cal on there, but I, I mean... I don't think those teams are supposed to be like ranked at all this year. St. John's hasn't beat anyone. I'm happy they're ten and zero, and they've got two more games coming up: St. Francis of Brooklyn and Sacred Fart. So I mean, they're gonna go to twelve and zero. They got it, Nova and Georgetown coming up, and Marquette. Those will be tough games. Yeah, they got a Duke game on the schedule too, and I mean they're they're in the what is the now Big East basketball conference. Um, which has some good teams in it, so they'll get tested. And, and, and well, hey, um, they've got three guys putting up 15-plus a night, uh, including Shimori Pons with 21. So, yeah. Shimori? Shimori. That's no, Shimori. No Abubi Abubi. No Abubi Abubi. Manhattan Jaspers. Um, so, yeah, root, root for your uh, St. John's Red Storm. Manhattan got beat by UConn this weekend, Jim. Nice. Oh, you know what? I haven't checked in on CCSU basketball in a long time. I I mean, I'm sure they're just continuing their forward stomp to the dance. Oh, they played TBD and they beat them. And then after that, they lost to Providence College. So. Right. They got right. Maine coming up. Oh, yeah, shit. Maine. They play Oregon State. Yeah, where's that game? Are they going up there? They're going all the way to Oregon State. It's kind of fun. Jesus. Must have got some cheap flights. Yeah, they're at at the Beavers. That's a big game. That's that's how you put your program on the map. Yeah. Man, those and people Cent- from Oregon have no idea where Connecticut is, yet alone Central Connecticut State. And then Central plays Sacred Heart in a couple weeks so we can pair them to St. John's because we think that's what this is leading up to. Mm-hmm. 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 Say hey, table girl. You ready? National? We could. Any any of this you need to talk about? No. The no? Mets. The Mets. We still like what the Mets are doing in their off season. Yeah, we we like Brody Van GM. Um, yeah, Knicks are Knicks are losing a lot. We we did we did talking Knicks last night. Um, so go check that out. Talking Knicks. Um, and we had some good conversation. It's it's the this next third of the season is going to be really interesting. Are we going to lose some guys? Um, what are there going to be trades? What's the roster going to look like? And then that final third needs to be pure lose, but all our young guys look good. So that, there's the strategy. Well, a big weekend in sports, Jim. Let's start with your National Football League. How about them Cowboys? How about a goose egg shutout for the first time since 2003 to those upstart Indianapolis Colts? The Patriots lose to the Steelers in a game the Steelers needed to win. The Pats lose two in a row. First time they've had a losing road record on the season since 08. First time they've had five losses since 09, I believe. So, wow, they're still going to be in the playoffs and have Tom Brady. Your Bears win the NFC Norris division 
taking down Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. Good for the Bears. They're kind of fun to watch. In the NBA, Jim, you would have liked this a lot. There was a three-way trade that fell through between Phoenix, Washington, and Memphis because they were going to have Brooks in the trade, and one team thought it was Marshawn Brooks. The other team thought it was Dylan Brooks. So they sent in some papers to the league, and then it all fell apart because they had the wrong players. And in college football, the bowl games have started. I don't know. I filled out one of those bowl game brackets. Probably won't watch until the important games. Foosball. Foosball. I ain't play no foosball. You playing the foosball behind my back? The only reason I'm doing it is so, so I can go to school. School? <laughs> you going to school? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up with this trade? What? You like this, Jim. So they ended up, so at the end of the weekend, I guess what it started as was the, the Washington Wizards wanted Trevor Ariza from the Phoenix Suns. And they couldn't agree on everything. So they were like, yo, let's let's bring in a third team to to get us the player we need and blah, blah, blah. So the Grizzlies have Dylan Brooks, an Oregon guy, a lot of Oregon in today's show. And he, he's a solid guy. Um, Marshawn Brooks, who I want to say he's a Providence guy. Um, but... <laughs> So they're both on the Grizzlies, and there's still a lot of finger-pointing going on in the NBA. <laughs> but So they agree to this trade with, quote-unquote, Brooks in it. And then I don't know who has the first realization, but they go, wait. No, we want, we want the other Brooks. And then, yeah, things fall apart. I think Memphis pulls out because they were brought in to be the third trade facilitator. And then they basically go double double middle fingers to the other teams like, we don't want to do this. Um, and then, that, that this is <laughs> the funnier part, I think, the Wizards and Phoenix still just figured out the trade, leaving out Memphis. So, so they yeah, called Memphis in. Get, what was that? They called Memphis in. Memphis confused everyone. And they were like, get out of here. We're good. Basically. Actually, we're good. Nice. The managers realized they had different Brookses in mind. And I I was I was laughing. Um, laughing. The the best part was the ESPN bottom line. Because they did it like breaking news. Like, oh, trade in the NBA, like breaking news. And then they had to come back from it. So they said, <laughs> I, I forget the direct line, but it said, trade has fallen apart because teams couldn't agree on players. And I think that's why every trade falls apart. Oh, yeah. So, like, nailed it. <laughs> but, <laughs> Good reporting. I mean, quality stuff. But, like, how does, yeah. we, You and I have talked about this a little bit, mostly pertaining to baseball and, like, how... How conversations actually happen? Like, how does this actually happen? Yeah, that's why when Cashman uh, eventually comes on Talking Yanks, that's one of my questions for him is, how do GMs communicate? Are there some GMs that are texters? Like, hey, just like straight up a text, just like fantasy football. Interested? I'm interested in Bryant. What you got? Do yeah. some use Slack? Is there a GM message board that we don't know about? Is it phone calls only? Is it email so it's all in writing? What is it? Is there one dude who doesn't have an iPhone so he gets kicked out of the league because he makes the group chat suck? Right. That's one of my questions yeah. for Cashman. I have no idea. But, yeah, and you wonder, like, something like this happens. Like, are, do these teams never even talk about trading again? And now you're... That whole thing sucked. Yeah, your GM who you, I don't know, you trust to run your franchise didn't even know what players he was trading. I don't know. Glad for them. Are Trade gets done. What'd you say? Are there friendly teams in the NBA? 
Like, you know how the Yankees make trade with Seattle a lot? Yeah. Are there connections like that? And do you, are there other connections? Because I don't even know about other connections. Like I would ask a Cubs fan, like, who does Theo trade with a lot? Right. I, I think in baseball it's easier because there's so many ancillary pieces that you can move when it like between minor leaguers and navigating the 40 man roster and relievers. I mean, basketball, you're going to roll out (laughs) four really good guys and then four other guys that you trust to be on the court. And like, that's it. Um, I, I think it's one of the, those things that comes up. I wouldn't say it's regular like baseball can be, but I think there's some old connections if a guy comes from a team or from a front office or if they used to play together or something like that. They used to play together. <laughs> old friends. That's a take. There's a take. There's a take. Bowl games. Um, Are you looking at any of these bowl games? Duke versus Temple and the Walk-Ons Independent Bowl? Love it. Uh, big game. Walk- I, uh, walk-on game. That kind of sucks for people that weren't walk-ons. Cause yeah, no, we we have scholarships, so... I don't want to play in this. It makes us sound worse. What about the Camping World Bowl, West Virginia versus Syracuse? I got West Virginia as better campers. They're in the hills. They're in the mountains. They kind of live off the wilderness. Syracuse, mm. not there. That's that's one of the better games, man. This The bowl slate, not too exciting. BYU versus Western Michigan in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. You're not excited about that? Like I... I Young Jake used to literally be very excited about that, and I, I just I don't know what it is. I, I want to blame the college football playoff. It's probably just getting older a little bit. No, um, the college football playoff is good. The problem is it's not great yet. Like, it's really yeah. good that they went to a four-team playoff. It's going to be great when they go to an eight-team playoff, which will come. This was, like, the necessary step to get to eight teams. So I can't be mad at the four-team system come. because it's still better than – just a two-team system, but still needs to get to eight. That's my. Yeah, that's I don't my, know. I there's a take. There's a take. These, uh, you know, like the boy truffle, Buffalo Troy Dollar General Bowl. You know, that used to put some lead in my pencil, and right now it doesn't. So I, I don't know. Maybe I need to get more back into NFL draft stuff, and that'll get me going, so I can watch the, you know, the Marshall fifth round picks play. South Florida and the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, but yeah, well, I'm actually looking forward to this one is coming up. I think tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, we have the uh, Cherry Bundy Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl, Northern Illinois mm. versus University of uh, Alabama or something like that. Al- you 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 Alabama Birmingham Alabama yep. Birmingham yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. For, is Northern Illinois N- Northern Illinois the Salukis? Or they're the Huskies. Southern Illinois is the solution. Look at this one. Look at this one, Jake. We got the uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. And it's Houston versus the Army. Yeah, it's tough. If the Army loses the Armed Forces Bowl, yeah. that's bad look for the Army. It's a tough look for the Army. You don't want to put them in that situation, but here we are. Let's lose-lose. Well, of course you won the Armed Forces Bowl. You're literally Armed Forces versus a school. Or they lose it, and now it's like, I think Houston is now the official Army. We think they still might be. Um, What are are some actual good games that we got down here? The Bulls uh, are insane. I mean, we're going to stumble into them later. But I guess that's what I'm saying, Jim. Like, the first ranked versus ranked game isn't until the Camping World Bowl where you scouted out your Mountaineers. Um, But, I I mean, that's Friday, December 28th. So we're, like, we're 11 days away from that, and there's a lot of football being played. I guess Miami-Wisconsin is kind of fun, Cal-TCU, but, like, all the games – are pretty rough, man. So what are the four teams? It's uh, Alabama versus Oklahoma. What are yeah. Alabama, Oklahoma, Ohio State, Washington? Uh, no, 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 not no. Washington. No. Um, Notre Dame, Clemson, Oklahoma, oh, yeah, yeah. Alabama. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So and Notre so Dame those- and Clemson is the Goodyear Cotton Bowl, and Alabama is the Capital One Orange Bowl. There you go. 
Yeah, I just I just feel like they needed to bring up because the the end of this slate is pretty incredible. You got a lot of ranked games, a lot of fun teams. I I'm just shocked at how barren it is early. And I man, this is dude, like Florida International versus Toledo. They get to go to the Bahamas and play in the Bahamas Bowl. Where like BYU and Western Michigan are going to Boise. That's tough. Hawaii is playing in the Hawaii Bowl. Is that Oh yeah. That happens like every year. But do you think like the Hawaii team would they'd rather be anywhere else? They're like, we're fucking yes. from here. Send us to Oklahoma. At least we get to see somewhere new. Yeah. Yeah. That's the boat I'd be on. Yeah. All right. Calling it. It's halftime. It's halftime, Jake. How do you think the first half went? It was good. I think we you know, you opened up kind of coming at our fans. I ended up coming at the Alberts a little bit. Um, it is different. It, good. it is different how what well, we realized how much it goes quicker when we're together and when we're not together. It like it's I, I don't know what's better or what's worse. We were doing running at like 20 minute shows in Vegas. We were cooking. Now we got a That's half Vegas, hour. Baby. That's Vegas. But hey, we do have a halftime show for everyone. We recorded 10 halftime shows. I'm just going to hit a random button. I don't know which one's coming up. Oh, thank you for listening to the first half of John Boy and Jake Radio. We've got a special treat of a halftime show today. Jake Storielli is going to talk a man down who is holding him at gunpoint. And on your mark, get set, showtime. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 man, this, you... This isn't worth it. This isn't worth it. I I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're about, but you know, hey, hey. No, no, no. Man, you don't want me. You don't want me. You don't want me. If you kill me, you're just going to jail for longer, man. Nobody wants to I want to kill me. <laughs> Lost it there. He shot me. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And now back to the second half of the show. One of those classic halftime shows where you act out of play. Everyone loves a halftime show, and that was me talking down someone holding me up at gunpoint and then laughing because they shot me. Yep. Back to the second half. All right. Usually we do weekends on Mondays, but I forgot to ask people for their weekends, so we're just going to do weird news stories. Actually, weekends started hot. People were giving us their weekends, and it was fun, and then it kind of died down. So maybe we'll just do new real news stories uh, on Mondays anyway. We like having segments, so I don't know how the listeners feel. We like Tuesdays, we do what's worse. Fridays, we try to do all voicemails. Need interaction. Hey, what should the voicemails be this Friday? Something Christmas-themed, right? Yeah. You got anything? Best best gift you ever got. That's lame. It's lame. Send us your wish list, and we'll tell you why what you want sucks. That's mean. That's mean. Call us. Ofer. Call us. We'll in. think about it. We don't have to make a ch- choice right now. Okay. All right. All right. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. An escape plot to blast a hole and escape a North Carolina jail fell through when they mailed the plans to the wrong person. Whoops. A school teacher bit a girl's butt in the pool. Can't do that, so he's in trouble. Schools are teaching boys that they can have periods too, which seems wrong, dumb, and, again, wrong. A man gets a lung infection after sniffing his own socks every night after coming home from work. And another man is freed after spending two days stuck in an empty restaurant's grease pit after trying to slide down a vent to rob the place. I read the news today, oh boy. Jake, what grabs you? What story says, I relate to this guy? Well, when you phrase it like that, it's teaching the schoolboys that they can have periods too. Did you? Um, I didn't click this link yet. Did you? Because I don't even get it. I, don't even I clicked it. I, I think it's it's kind of what you'd expect. I'd say the one twist on it is I think there is like a Santa Claus aspect to it. 
Like, I think they're telling this to young boys just to keep them in check for a little bit until they're not young boy assholes anymore. And, like, it has the the transgender twist and very 2018 and everything's going on. But basically, what what I'm getting from this article is they're they're telling this to little boys because they were being shitheads. Okay, yeah, now I'm getting it. That's not how I was thinking about it. So the boys... They're saying that little boys are raised growing up to think, oh, haha, you have to do this. That sucks. Haha. So now they're just brainwashing the boys to think it's going to happen to you, too. So don't be a dick about it. And then it's never going to happen. And the boys are going to be like, phew, glad I dodged that bullet. Haha, you have you have you didn't. Yeah, and I don't really get I don't really get how uh, seems to be better ways to go about teaching like this and that. Yeah, basically they're trying to, for a, a couple years, trying to get the boys confused enough that they don't make fun of fun of girls. I mean, what are we doing? This seems fucking stupid. I think some, it wasn't on your list there, Jim, but it's kind of the same thing. Did you hear they're, they're making Santa, or they want to make Santa a, a gender-free character? Yeah, I, I, I got to believe that that's uh, a minority outspoken person because it's just so stupid. Like, I, I read tweets. It was like, OK, yeah, let's make uh, like w- girl versions of Wolverine. Like, there's just certain things that are girl and boys. Who cares? To, to, to then teach that everyone has to be everything is the opposite of like getting kids prepared for the real world and that's what happened a lot of people just didn't get prepared for the real world and then went to the real world and now are upset that they weren't prepared properly for the real world so instead of adapting to the real world they're trying to change the real world yeah and i i don't know i guess i've been waiting for the reverse trend i have something real quick i just said real world about 20 times in a row if my first grade speech therapist listen to that sentence she'd be so damn proud of the work she did with me in that trailer in the back of the school that was impressive proud of you 10 year old jimmy's wow wild what about now real world i nailed it man sounds exactly the same to me fuck so gotta go gotta go put a tongue on my tongue some more there go there goes your credit like what like, cause here's the problem. Cause the this whole trend of everything has been, like, cause we want everybody to be accepted and all that stuff, and that's good. That's good in its root. But isn't the whole point that you should be like accepted for like everything that makes us different? Like, isn't that the goal here? Yeah. Like, can I start saying I'm tall? Oh yeah, dude. I oh I identify as taller than I am for sure. The NBA discriminates against short people. Yeah. Well, every every NBA team should have someone under five foot eight on their team. I identify as tall and um, 16 years old. And um, that see, that's kind of weird. Nice hair. You identify as being 16 years old. I think maybe it's up from 16. I think of myself as younger than I am. Like if like when I we talked about this, like when I walk around, I don't feel like I'm you, an adult You think in of yourself as like 23. Yeah, maybe it's up. I used to say 16, but now the, the five years has gone by. Maybe I need to <laughs> yeah, up it. that's really young. <laughs> well, like in college, I just always thought of myself as like a teenager. And now that right. I'm now I'm here, yeah, I'll up it. I think of myself as like young 20s, but I know I'm not. I don't even act like right. it. But when I no. walk around in society and I see another 30-year-old and they look at me, I'm thinking, oh, man, that dude probably looks at me like I'm a little kid, like I'm a young idiot. And I'm not. So I identify as younger than I am. Not in a good way. I wish I didn't. We we had some funny moments in Vegas because, like, that first day, like, I was more dressed up than you, and you were holding the video bag. So you and I almost had, like, a rat and rat. Like, if we got ourselves into a tough situation, like, (laughs) pretend I was, like, the dressed-up talent and you were rolling along. Then there was other days, like, when we were both dressed up, but me clean-shaven, I look like I'm 19 years old. And you've got that, you know, sexy salt and pepper thing going on where you could put off, you know, a 30s-ish vibe. So there was some some good role reversals between us. I, I didn't want to say the 30-ish thing because I knew that would hurt your soul. I've but gotten I'm, older than that, man. My, the gray hair really lends years to me. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I've asked people how old they thought I looked, and a lot of people say much older than I am. I've accepted that. If you went high and tight haircut and lost 100 pounds and shaved your beard, you'd look young. Oh, yeah. If I lost... Yeah, but see, when I shave the beard, that instantly adds 20 pounds. So then I'd have to lose like 60 pounds to counteract the no beard. I'll get there someday, man. Do you want to lose weight ever in your life? Are you are you happy where you're at? No. No, I'd love to lose weight. I'm just not motivated to do anything. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like I I could I told you this summer I would when I was leaving weddings, I would tell people on the way out like, "Hey, I think I think this is going to be the last time you see me without like a ferocious belly." <laughs> Like, I think, like, the next time I see some of these people, it could be done for me. And, like, I know that. No, I'm, really still having, I'm still having those false promises where, like, every shower you're like, all right, come summer, we're going to start running. You got a beach. You're living in a beach town. You could set up some goals around there. I could. I could. I could. I need to start playing hockey again is what I need to do. Yeah. Can you around there? Yeah, yeah, there's rinks. Just got to go right over the island. There's a bunch of rinks. It's less right expensive. The island. Less expensive than California, where there's only like four rinks in the entire Bay Area, so it's about seven hundred dollars to play a men's league. Right. What the fuck are we doing here? Get a men's league. We can start tracking your stats. That'll be tri tri state news. I know, but we can start tracking your weight for everyone that listens. That'd be fun. Yankees season is too it's too much for. Like, yeah. What night am I supposed to take off? That's why I stopped doing a men's league. Because the Yankees play every single night. Well, you got to find one that goes like <laughs> February through March or some shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, dude. The next story that pops out to me is that a man got a lung infection after sniffing his own socks. <laughs> because, because I, I read it and I, at first I was like, all right, I, I don't want to pass judgment because I'm a big sniff test guy with clothes. Sure. Like, if I have a pair of pants and I'm like, have, do these need to be washed? Can I wear them? I'll give the butt of the pants a nice sniff. And sometimes right. you're like, whoa, wash those. And sometimes yeah. you're in the clear. So it's a great test. It works. So I thought, but I was, then I thought, I never give snock, <laughs> snocks. I never give socks the sniff test. It's yeah. either have those been worn, don't wear them again. Like, socks aren't double wears for me. Once they're off my feet. And it and and I'm any amount of time. Like I could put socks on. Okay. Go walk outside for uh, an hour. To go, I had to go to the store and then come home and take them off because I don't like wearing socks in the house, especially during summer. And those so they're one time wears for me. Like I, okay. Every other clothes, t-shirts, pants, uh, maybe not boxers. I'll do. I'll just wear them again, especially t-shirts and pants and stuff like that. Then, so so socks are not a sniff test thing for me. Right. So let's stop there. Are, are, you, are you a sniff test guy? Do you would snocks fall on the list of things you would wear twice? Would you sniff you keep test them? Snocks? Yeah, I keep saying snocks. It's pissing me off. Well, where's your speech teacher now? Well, this is all. Got, this is another. This is another lady. She did really good with the R's. We didn't work <laughs> on the just talking wrong aspect. <laughs> we, got, we got some snocks floating around. I'm well, it's um, sniff test and socks. So I'm just going snocks. I'm not a huge sniff test guy. I'm a. Uh, I usually make the decision live. Like when a, when a piece of clothing comes off my body, it's either hamper or if I don't go hamper, that means it's still got a chance. Okay. Whether it's like I'm I'm wearing and a lot of it for me cuz I I usually dress pretty cash, it's it's normally the stuff that I'm leaving out is normally workout stuff. Yeah. So like for for socks, if I just like wear socks, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like if I throw them on midday, hang out, I took the dog for a walk, come back, end of the day, I'm going to bed, I'm taking off my socks. I kind of there's kind of a Caesar thumbs decision there. Mm -hmm. And then if if it's okay, like then they would be the socks that I would wear to the gym the next day potentially. Oh, uh, okay. So like that's that's their only alternative route. Okay, so. This dude wasn't sniff testing. He no. would, the unnamed man from China would take a whiff every day at the end of work. As he was changing into more comfortable clothing, he would take off his smelly socks and inhale the odor. So this dude was just like, ah, another hard day's work. 
I can smell all that work I did. And he just loved the smell of his smelly feet. And uh, now he's got an infection in his lungs from sniffing his own disgusting socks. So this guy's a grosso. Like some people might think what I was saying was gross. That's, that's fine with me, but I don't think it's actually that gross. I think it's very normal. This dude is a grosso. Yeah, you went too far and you're, you're reaping the, the penalty for your actions. Yeah, suck it. Not into that. I had a story here that isn't worth sharing, but it, it's, it okay. brings up a funny story that I can share. Is, uh, a former teacher admits to biting teens' butt while in pool. So the, this eighth grade class was on, <laughs> eighth grade class was on uh, like some sort of vacation, and they were playing Fourth of July celebration. Oh, why? What? What? Why is the school in session during Fourth of July? Uh, maybe it was a party for it, and they I I don't know. Maybe Georgia has it spread out no, more. I don't I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Well, he he swam underwater and bit a girl's butt, and everyone saw it and was like, "Yo, teach." Um, he just bit that girl's butt. That's you're a fucking pervert. Yeah, or maybe it was just the holidays and it, they were at the same lake or party or something. Because, yeah, it says multiple, oh. witness, multiple witnesses saw the drunken educator swim underwater, bite the girl while in the lake in North Atlanta. Okay, uh, yeah. so, yeah, I don't think it was a school function. I think you're no. right. Anyway, my sister, Courtney, who I just picked up from the airport, she's in eighth sure. grade. She goes to, we're living in Illinois, she goes to Washington, D.C., as you do in eighth grade, you know. And uh, she's at the Museum of Air and Science. And there's a plane hanging up. And my sister has acted like she's a tour guide. And she's giving sure. this fake tour of this plane. Um, like, you know, doing hand motions and gesturing as a funny girl would do and blah, blah, blah. This guy comes up to her and is like, oh, ha, ha, you're so funny. And puts his hands around her neck and shakes her. No. And everyone was like, what the fuck? And she froze and freaked out. And it was a teacher that was there with another school. And he was like, I thought it was one of my students. I was just joking around. And uh, my, I remember when I was, my mom got that call. And I, just the first time my mom said, lock that bastard up. <laughs> She's just <laughs> bastard in a real thick accent. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, oh, no, that's just one of my, I thought it was one of my students I normally choke and shake. Yeah, right? Like, oh, that girl that I bit on her butt, I thought I thought she was older than fourteen. Sorry, Your Honor. No, I I, I didn't think she was older than fourteen. I thought she was one of my students. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that guy got in trouble. I think he got he's not a teacher anymore. But I mean, yeah, don't go. Hey, teach, teach calls in every time. Don't bite girls' butts or or strangle girls. Yeah, and we've all been there, you know. No, you no. just see a little girl's butt, you just want to bite off. And then you say, oh, no, you can't do that because this is a society. At what age does it not get creepy? I think you can nibble on, like, newborns, like, in a joking way. If it's your yeah. newborn. Not if it's someone else's newborn. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I shy away from that. I don't know where the edge is. Oh, dude, did you see this picture of the guy who got stuck in the grease vent? Because you have to see the picture. And then No, I did not see that. I just that. need your thoughts. I'll put it together in a little clip for the Instagram. Okay. Uh, oh, man is no. freed after two days stuck in an empty restaurant's grease vent. Oh, God. This looks like a scene out of Always Sunny, like Frank stuck in a grease vent. Yes. So he thought he was going to slide right down the vent, but the vent has a right angle, so he got stuck for two days. This was in not in like a foreign country. This was in Alameda County, where I used to live. San Lorenzo, I believe. Alameda. Um... Yeah, no, this guy looks like this guy looks like he escaped a fire or um like a a blackface stunt gone worse than a normal blackface stunt. Yeah, the go. good the good news is the pictures that are of his face, you have no idea who he is cuz he's covered in grease. His family yeah. are like, "I think that might be Uncle Bobby, but um I can't really tell. Let's just say it's not." Literally the most covered in grease you could be. What would you? Is this the how, most greased up human ever? How if? How what would you? What would you have to be offered to be covered up in that much grease? Oh my god! Five hundred bucks. I don't know, man. That's a lot of grease. You only have to be covered for an hour. 
I think about it. Yeah. I really don't like that feeling. Katie does face masks all the time. And she always wants me to do one, and I've let her do it like twice. And it's just like your skin gets tight, and every time you smile, your face cracks. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Sorry. Then they made me out to be the party pooper because Luke, Katie, and their friend, uh, our friend Jordan, were all doing face masks, and I was hanging out, and I was like, no, nah, I don't want to. And they were like, come on, just do it. I was like, no, I've done it before. I don't like it. And they're like, oh, quit being such a party pooper. Just do it. And it's like, that sucks. Now I'm a party pooper because I don't want to do something I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's exactly being a party pooper. That's what, if, we, if we were drinking in college and someone was like, no, I don't want to drink. <laughs> You're the party pooper. Well, that's a little different than putting no. shit all over my face and sitting with shit <laughs> no, on my face for an hour. They don't want to put shit in their body. <laughs> I'll. All of our years of tormenting party poopers are coming back to get us. Uh, but the party, like I wasn't said like. I couldn't leave the party. You pooped the party. Right. Do you know the party pooper song from Father of the Bride? Hey, have you watched Father of the Bride? Yeah, but not in a little bit. I'd watch it again. It's a good movie. Steve Martin's. I love Steve Martin. And then what's his his it's his uh, the other Steve, the other guy that he does the show with now. Um. Martin Short? No. Yeah, yeah, the other Martin. Yeah. Yes, not the other Steve, the other Martin. He sings the party pooper song. He plays like a French, he f- plays a French party planner. And Steve Martin's being the... Every party has a pooper, that's how he invited you. Party pooper, party pooper. Every party has a pooper, that's how he invited you. George Boggs. Every party has a... The any George Bonks. Now I, I I didn't realize when I used to watch this movie when I was a little kid with my sisters that Steve Martin and Martin Sheen are like Martin Short are like best friends. Yeah, that'd be a funny scene to do. Yeah, man, I got I got to go through Martin Short's stuff because he uh, is he. I always I always link him to Chris Kattan, like just out there shit. Okay, like little small guys who do like out there comedy that's funny but not ever. He can't headline a show. But then I saw Martin Short do the Beyonce dance. Right. And I was dying. Like, it was really good physical humor. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. And he's also, he's respect, like, I'm, I'm sure if, you know, if we if we interviewed Will Ferrell and we'd be like, oh, that Chris Kattan was funny, he'd be like, oh, yeah, Chris Kattan was great, blah, blah, blah. But people talk about Martin Short as, like, one, one of, like, an all-timer. Well, do you, um, have you seen Three Amigos, and have you seen it recently? It, like, probably yes, but like no. Like, I probably watched it when I was like <laughs> twelve years old. I think we we need to rewatch that together once because I think if we okay. watch it together, we'd laugh more. Put that on the docket for next time we hang out, which is in like three months, I guess. But sure. it's it's Steve Martin, uh, Chevy Chase, Martin Short, and Lauren Michaels wrote it, and right. directed by. John Landis. I remember watching it when I was in middle school, and uh, John Landis did Blues Brothers and um, a lot of other funny shit. But I remember watching Three Amigos when I was young, right, and laughing really, really hard. And I wonder now if it's. I'm probably laughing at different jokes, but it's probably just as funny. Right. You laugh at the more obvious jokes, and now you laugh at the, the more subtle ones. But it's three guys who think they're in a show, but they're actually not in a show. Sure, but maybe I should rewatch it. I gotta wait for you now. That's the rule. Yeah, I might. I'd I'd like to check out some of his SNL stuff, and I, I remember people liked uh, like the Jiminy Glick stuff, but again, I think I was too young for that, or maybe that's a different kind of humor. I don't know, but yeah, I, I need I need to go down a a Martin Short wormhole one of these days because he's a little guy too, which you'd think I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. Although you do hate short people. I wouldn't say that's true at all. Yeah, the joke was better when I was going to say a different word. Jeez. And then it was mean, so I stopped. It sounds mean and still not true. So what's a joke anymore? It was never true. Okay. Let's make that clear. I was lying from the jump. Okay. Okay. You got anything else on the news? Is there any other topics we missed? Anything else on the news? I don't think so. Oh, this uh, escape failed when they mailed the plans to the wrong person. I haven't you been doing it? my slide whistle. Oh, wow. People are going to be pissed. Yo, you didn't slide whistle in between stories. Bro, got a slide whistle. I got a question for the listeners that you guys can sure. let in if you're still listening at this point. I'm here. 
Was the live stuff when Jake and I were together? Well, see, we did get kind of drunk those last two episodes and just fucking yeah. banter. I didn't even listen back. I was like, I don't want to listen to that. Um, is it better? I feel like it's much more casual and 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 a little slower paced. What's better? Is it the same? Are they both good? Do I have to? Do I have to, once we get uh, three million followers? Do I convince Jake to move here and? pay Jess off so they move here and we do live shows or are you guys going to be like yo it's better when you were Skyping tough not asking you I'm asking the listeners right they didn't respond yet because it's, it's a podcast oh what do you got going on this week what do I got going on this week I don't man I'm trying to like get get back into a rhythm and just to be thrown out of rhythm again I, I gotta do I gotta finish finish and start my Christmas shopping <laughs> um yeah, just kind of preparing for uh, for for next week, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, my sister, her husband, and uh, my little nephew are in town, so that's exciting. Sure. But we're working every day. I got some stuff to do today. I have a whole list. I'm a big list guy. But um, we got to record the finale of Last from the Past, and I'm excited yeah. about that. I have to do some back-end business stuff. Not excited about that. I like don't have sports on the mind right now because there's so much stuff I have to get done for just the back end of uh, John Boy Corp. Sure. I bet people don't even know that's the official company's name. People probably don't even know that's an official company with like no. stocks and not stocks. Snocks. Snocks. I got to make my ex my Christmas letter and I got to make it into a video. Ooh, dude. That's why I was crying yesterday. Yeah. Uh, my grandpa died in April. So I, my mom was like, don't forget to let people know grandpa died. And I was like, okay, that's usually a, you know, a very joking letter. Right. I called Luke flashback Monica. How do I tackle this in one paragraph, like three sentences? So I sat there. I had writer's block, which I don't even know if that's a real thing or a cliche. I think, I think writers hate that term. Whatever. I sat there and I wrote the first sentence like, we said goodbye to Grandpa Ed in April. And then I just looked at my screen. I was like, how the fuck do I, what do I say in four lines? That's yeah. like not a joke, but not sappy. Anyway, and I just typed three sentences out, Jake. And then I read them back and I just fucking bawled to myself. <laughs> and nice. I kept rereading them and crying to myself. I was like, holy shit. And I moved on and made some more fat jokes about Luke. So, and myself. That's good. Well, yeah, I got a good cry. You know, I hadn't had a cry in a long time. Is Luke fat? No, not fat. That's why it's funny. Like, oh. you, you don't suck. That's why it's funny. Has he lost any weight? Well, he did the whole freshman 15 thing. Right. And then I think he's now gone back to a safer place and plateaued. But he's not what he was when he was in high school. No one ever is. Right. You stop playing sports every day. Yeah. If you're not... Unless you're a college athlete. Go Luke. Go Luke, yeah. My grandma went to Japan. I don't know what to say about that either. I'm going to have to go ask her, like, Babs, give me two lines. Because if I just tell my grandma, give me two things you liked about Japan, right? that's going to be a wild answer. Yeah, I would do that. I mean, I personally, I'd go raunchy with it, you know? Yeah. Chase an ass in Japan. <laughs> Uh, looking for that second husband. No, she doesn't like those jokes. I was married once, and that's all I ever need. So one time she was talking to this old man on the train station, and I've, for 20 years now I've just been like, remember your boyfriend that one time? Yeah. She doesn't like it. Doesn't like that joke. Doesn't like that joke. All right, I think that's Wor the show. Working snocks. This kind of felt good to get back to just like low-key, yeah. normal talk. And now I'm just dragging it out when people are probably like, yo, stop the show. You're done talking. Yeah, it's been a lot of drag. It's been, <laughs> been, been a lot of drag. We'll just go back to Bruce Springsteen, who's from Freehold, New Jersey, singing about Santa Claus. Thank you guys for listening. See you later.
sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when.